Hey, podcast listeners, welcome back. And guess what today is? Yes, it is April 4th, and it happens to be our four-year anniversary of the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. So cheers to that. I'm celebrating four years, and it happens to be on 4-4. How crazy is that? One thing would be even cooler is if this were episode 444, but I'm not going to go complaining or anything. But this week's episode is really special because I invited my chief operating officer, Amanda Pickering, to be my guest today. I wanted to pull back the curtain and really share what it's like to run a business and really go through a dark night of the soul simultaneously. And I share some really personal stuff on this week's episode. And I pull back the curtain so that you can see it's not just all rainbows and unicorns over here, folks. I also have to do the deep inner work just like everybody else. So In this episode, you are going to hear both me and Amanda dropping some amazing bombs that you're going to want to listen to this one at least a couple times because you know when, you know, you're in something and like you just hear it with part of your brain and if you listen to it a second time, you hear things that you didn't even realize were there. So I would definitely encourage you to listen to this one at least a couple times through because we're talking about some really esoteric and spiritual stuff, but we're also talking about some very strategic things that we did to really bring my business and me personally out of this dark night of the soul into this really flourishing, beautiful, beautiful time, really. So in this episode, we talk about faith, we talk about having vision, and we also talk about betting on yourself and really asking the universe what you want and not having this plan B that drains the life out of you. So There's a lot of really good juicy stuff in this episode. Both Amanda and I share some really personal stuff. You're going to want to listen all the way to the end. I share some really fun things in this episode. And as a podcast listener, there's a couple things I want to make sure to bring to your attention. Number one, we are going to have some really killer promotional codes on the website so that you can get meditations and workshops and classes at a discounted rate, but for a limited time only. That will all be found in the link in the show notes as well as on the podcast website. The second thing is I know you might be excited to work with me a little bit more deeply tomorrow, which is April 5th. I'm actually starting the Accelerated Path program. But if you're listening to this on the 4th, the doors are still open. You can actually get in like by the skin of your teeth. However, if you don't listen to on the 4th, I'm so sorry, you'll have to get on the wait list. And speaking of wait list, because Amanda and I really, we connected initially because we built the Integrated Energy Alignment Practitioner Training, also known as IEA, we talk about it a lot in this episode. And so if you want to learn more about that training, as well as getting on the wait list for the June opening, you can head over to the link in our show notes for that waitlist link as well. And also we do have a podcast announcement exclusive at the end. I'm not going to tell you about it, what it is. All I'm going to say, it's an event that everybody loves and we are doing it again. We haven't done it for a really long time and I'm so excited and I think you're going to be too. So I'm going to stop blabbing. Let's get into this four-year anniversary special with my dear friend, Amanda Pickering. You're listening to the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. I'm your host, Emily Ahrens. I'm an entrepreneur and highly sought after energy healer with over two decades in practice. I'm a mixture of high vibe energy and cutting edge strategy with a little dash of unfiltered real talk, making this the one and only podcast that gives you a down to earth approach to business and spirituality. Tune in each week to get out of the stress of overworking so you can build a brand in alignment with your soul's purpose. 
If there's one thing I've learned the hard way, it's that you have to stop looking outside yourself for the answer and start looking within. We all have a unique path and it's time you start trusting in yourself. The truth is you already have everything you need. You just need to learn how to access it. Now, let's dive in. It's time you experience business and soul alignment. Listeners, warm welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited because you know what? It's our anniversary. It's my four year. Why did I just do that? It's like, you know, sometimes I have this like out of body experiences where I just am such a dork, but that's also who I am. So thank you for accepting me. But it is our four year anniversary of the Aligned and Unstoppable podcast. So Let's play confetti noises and and loud sounds and clapping sounds. And I wanted to do something special for our anniversary. And so I wanted to invite my dear friend and colleague, Amanda Pickering, to be on the podcast with me today for a couple of reasons. One, I love and adore her and she's magical in my business. She's a goddess angel what else do I call you? Like priestess, <laughs> priestess, queen, like all of the nice, like all of the things, she's all of the things all wrapped into this beautiful package. And I wanted to, in, well, I'm, since I'm talking to you, I'll talk to you directly since I wanted to invite you to be on the podcast because I adore you. And because your presence in my life and my business has made such a positive impact and you have truly seen me in like the darkest times coming into the light. And I, I wanted to kind of share that with my listeners because I think we often see people, uh, Hey, somebody who has a podcast that has four years behind it and a business that's a million dollar brand. We, we make up these stories in our head that like, she's fine. I'm the only one who struggles with all of these things. And so I really wanted to take this time on this episode to pull back the curtain and have a really honest heart to heart with the listeners. And and for anybody who doesn't know Amanda, now you get to know her a little bit, a little bit more. Um, so before we dive into that, I want to really go into what it is, like what are the elements, what are the ingredients that makes a business successful? And this is for you specifically if you are a coach, a healer, or a leader, and you have been struggling. Maybe you've had a business for a while and it's just not as successful as you want, or you're wanting to make a career change, or you're just like something is not clicking and you feel like you're the problem. That might not necessarily be entirely true. So before we get into all of that, I want to first kind of spotlight you, Amanda, and let's give the the listeners a little bit of background besides you being like one of my favorite people of all time. Maybe there's some other things that they would really enjoy knowing about you too. So kind of let's paint the picture of, you know, your background and your experiences, you know, professionally and what got you here today. First of all, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. You are also one of my favorite people on the planet. So. As you can probably hear from my accent, I'm from the UK. And well, I started my kind of career in charity management. I did that for about nine years, um, supporting homeless people into accommodation, and then left that and did a complete career move into life coaching and health coaching after having a huge transformation with my health from being sick and depressed and anxious and chronic fatigue and adrenal fatigue and thyroid problems and hormone problems 
and it went on and on and on before I was even 18 and I was able to heal myself of every single one of those things through a variety of things but very much like supporting myself holistically and so I really wanted to share that with other people so I, I did that for a few years and then Spirit asked me to give it all up and it was really hard really scary and I had no idea what was next but over a period of about five months I completely surrendered and ended up in a world that I didn't realize my whole life had been preparing me for and was part of my natural skill set which is and what I kind of call intuitive operations which is taking my feminine energy of like listening to spirit and hearing and seeing things and you very much helped me like acknowledge that in myself and very much having that in a I guess you could call it like a masculine container of operations and structure and goals and um, the two kind of married beautifully and I was really blessed to work in some incredible businesses and then one day a friend of mine a mutual friend of ours um, suggested that you and I talk (laughs) and we did and that turned into me helping you bring the IEA certification integrated energy alignment practitioner training to life and I never left. Yeah. <laughs> so it was meant to be a few months. And then we had a beautiful conversation where you asked me to come on a COO. And I guess the rest is history. So. That's really it. And thank yeah. goodness that you went through all of that because that has given you such a broad perspective. You know, it's one thing to just be a COO in a business. It's another thing to have walked the walk as a practitioner, as a coach, mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. to struggle through the ups and downs and not having booking clients and then selling programs or not yeah. selling programs. And then having the uh, experiences with other companies to see what other people are doing. And I can also say with birthing last year, the integrated energy alignment practitioner training, you know it personally because you saw me every day, but for folks who didn't see me every day, it was something that was so 100% clear to me, like spirit gave me a download, like X, Y, and Z is going to happen. And then here's the way it's going to happen. And I was like, well, that's really great and smart. Also, how do I do this? <laughs> and so that's where Amanda stepped in. It was figuring out how to orchestrate it so that these concepts and our practices and our quizzes and our coursework and our calls, like everything just worked. And I also felt like giving up, you know, Mm -hmm. there were modules where I was like, I can't, I couldn't possibly. And I had these really negative thoughts, like, how could I possibly do this? And then I'm like, well, people paid me, so you better figure it out. And then I would snap back into it and I would deliver this like outstanding course. And I'm like, holy crap, how did I even doubt myself? Me and Amanda are going from, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I'm not even sure I should be here to building their confidence week after week, seeing clients, getting results, getting paid, increasing their rates. Like we're seeing all of this happening in front of our eyes. And both of us are like virtually high-fiving each other. Like, oh my gosh. And we're crying. They're crying. Like all these amazing things are happening. And and I mean, I've said it to you privately. I've said it to you somewhat publicly as well, but I'm going to say it here in the podcast is that the practitioner training, the IEA practitioner training would not have birthed if it weren't for you. My energy alone would not have made it happen. It just wouldn't have. And I know that we were put together at the right time in the right configuration. It was like all the stars aligned for both of us in the way that it came through. And I'm so grateful that it did. And I also had the foresight then I was like, listen, 
I really like you. And if this works out, I'm just going to give you the heads up. I probably am going to want to marry you forever. So just so you know, which is basically what happened. Yeah. But it was really cool to be there on that journey. And like I said, even from the the shadow into the light, like birthing this program, it, it took that, like that depth. It, did. it really did. And if you weren't there, I, I know it wouldn't be where it is today. We wouldn't have now students who are graduates who are becoming coaches. Like it is evolving faster than we could have ever imagined. And so I want to kind of talk to the folks who, again, they're at that place where their coaches, their healers, their leaders, things are maybe not working the way that they could be. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a really fun Q&A call, just like a live Q&A we hosted. And anybody, if you ever seen email blast that says I'm doing live coaching, just like jump on it immediately. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah. one of the one of the women who joined, her name is Alethia. She's been in my community for a while. She had a question about you know, what her right next step is going to be and what to do about it. And you shared some really profound insights as far as what advice to give her. So, mm-hmm. and it was funny because I was like, I feel like Amanda needs to say something. Yeah. Like it was like the Emily coaching call. Then I was like, I think Amanda, <laughs> and then when I passed the mic over to you, I remember you saying, you're like, I wasn't fully sure what I was going to say until it came out of my mouth. Right. And then you just drop bombs. And we were all like, oh yeah, people were taking notes. And even Alethi was like crying. It was like amazing mm. experience because it hit that nerve. It was like right to her heart. So I want to start kind of there. Let's pick up where we kind of mm. left off with that and bring people into the fold. So yeah. when we were talking about the ingredients, what you feel it takes to have success in this kind of business, what have you seen has been the biggest difference? Yeah. I mean, I've had such a privilege of kind of being on the inside of your business for a while and and being on a lot of the calls with you. So I've seen a lot of this stuff come up. And like you say, from my previous experience of running my own businesses, it's like a beautiful marriage. So, I mean, with Alethia, it was, I think the question was around like, how do I know the difference between like taking the next step out of like blind faith and like kind of playing it safe? It was something. Yes. Right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you know anything about me, I didn't really actually properly introduce myself. I live in the UK. I have a husband. I have two dogs. They're my life. I live in Devon, which is in the middle of nowhere. And it's like more houses and horses and cows and sheep than people. There you go. So <laughs> I forgot to say all of that. But one thing about me is like, I'm I'm a very straight shooter and I, I'm very practical, but I also live a life of faith. And so I loved this question, even though I didn't know you were going to want me to answer it, where (laughs) so much of my life has been faith and manifestation. You know, like the house we live in now is a complete manifestation. We manifested it in the middle of COVID with like, no, you weren't allowed to move anywhere. And everyone was telling us just settle for whatever, you know, and we would like visualize exactly what we wanted. My husband is here because of that. My dog is alive because of that. Like, I know faith, but I think that's often where we stop of like, we just trust, we just have faith. And that is such an essential ingredient. It's not to make light of it, but faith without action isn't, there's nothing there. Right. And I, that's the part that we often miss of like, I have this vision for my life. I, I know that I'm meant to do this, but like, there's no inspired action behind it. And inspired action to me is actually putting your faith into motion. It's saying, well, I actually believe the thing that I'm seeing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like when when we manifested this house, we really wanted to live by water and everyone was telling us, 
you shouldn't even be living. You can't even, just take whatever you can. Cause yeah, I forgot to say we were homeless for four months in the middle of all of this. And we had the audacity to say what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like take what we're given. Right. But what right. we did is we actually went online and looked at houses right? We didn't just sit there visualizing together and talking about like what we want to see. We then actually went online and looked at houses. I contacted every agent in within like 50 miles of us. And we did the things we put one foot in front of the other. And lo and behold, this house shows up. Mm -hmm. Then we find out 70 people had applied to come and see it. Wow. We're both self-employed. So we're like at the bottom of the list, right? In terms of what a landlord ideal right (laughs) right but then we just took the next step where we said okay well let's go and see it and then we applied and then like we just went through all the stages and the house was always meant to be ours but we had to take those steps first so yeah very much what I see like in entrepreneurial land is that we we don't take action Mm. and then we wonder why things haven't worked out so that's been like a huge piece for me that I have seen and it's this thing that I know you and I have spoken about this many times, this kind of age old thing of like, you know, someone's drowning at sea and they ask God to save them. And then the lifeboat shows up and it's like, no, no, thank you. I'm good. I asked God to save me. And it's like, we don't always take like the thing that's right in front of us because we're expecting it in a different form. And I guess the last thing I'll say on that is like, action is like the energetic signal to the mm. universe that like, we're ready for what we are believing for. Yes. And if you don't take action, then you're not, there's nothing there. And if you see to your point around, you know, I'm waiting for God to save me. Like if we are actively open to receiving this big manifestation, whatever it is, we should also be actively seeing everything as conspiring for us to create that thing in our life. So we really could start to say yes to things when they show up to us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, back to the like manifesting the house that you're in. I've been in a similar situation, manifesting housing. My first marriage was ending. We were supposed to buy a house and we put down $12,000. We lost everything. They wouldn't give our deposit back. I had six days to find an apartment in a very congested city. And I needed it to be with parking, with laundry and pet friendly. Mm-hmm. And also clean, by the way. And the same thing, my people were like, just just take whatever. If you can't take the dog, I'm like, I what? Like, just not take my left arm? Sure. And I'm not going to do that. So I was like, I don't need a thousand of them. I just need one. And I think that's the thing is that people can overlook how simple it is. Like, it's not a million of these. It's just the one. And when you and Gustav got clear about what you wanted. You visualize it. Then you start to take action. They start to take the pieces to move forward. Like, okay, so maybe the odds are stacked against you. So what, what if it's the perfect thing? What if we just look at it? Like, but people get into the loop of like all the negative stories. And so let's look at how we treat our business this way. When we have a vision of making an impact and helping people and allowing them to do whatever we do, just helping them along the way, and we're not making the impact that we're looking to do. And then we start looking on social. We start comparing ourselves to everybody else who's out there and obviously way more successful and way easier for them. It's easier for them because, and we make all these other excuses for all these other things. And then we start to go, well, it's not that way for me. And then we start to create a plan B. So the plan B, I really, I know we've talked about this endlessly too. I feel like the plan B is also that secret saboteur it is 
taking your plan A of I want to have this beautiful place in this location with water and X, Y, and Z included. And instead of saying, I'll take that and that by itself, instead, it would be taking everyone else's advice to just take anything that comes along your way. And so if you're doing that, whether it's for your house or for your business, and you're saying, here's a plan B, what if I do that? Then you can, you see, like when, when we talk about housing, let's, let's talk to Amanda's story, because I think it's worthwhile to look at this example to see how specific we can be. And when we're not, what happens? So Mm -hmm. if you just said, okay, well, I know I really want this beautiful Narnia style living situation (laughs) (laughs) to use your words. (laughs) I want this beautiful Narnia living situation, but if I don't get it because la, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. And I could just have the plan B. Mm. Uh, So see what already happens to my energy. It already totally deflates instead of being 100% into Narnia and Narnia alone and taking action. Now, all of a sudden, there's this like mysteries question door number two, and the energy is already depleted. And then I'm mostly focused in fear because I wouldn't have a plan B in this extra opportunity if I didn't have all that fear controlling me and saying, this is the only other direction. And so if you have no more plan B, then all your energy can actually go to the thing that you actually want. But that's what most people are doing. So they're stuck with, I really want Narnia, but I'll settle for this because I don't think I can actually get Narnia because I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough followers. I'm not uh, whatever. And so we just settle at this lower vibration. And so then let's say that you're at this lower vibration and you're trying to help people from this lower state. Well, and we'll keep it towards the housing. Okay. I'm, I'm getting sidetracked because I'm making it about business and I really want to keep it directed towards housing. So let's say I really want to get a great house, except now I'm just not as energetically invested in it. So the energy that I'm putting out there into action. So all the things that Amanda is now doing, she's not just looking them up online. She's going for visits. She's applying. She's going for a visit and she's going to the areas that she wants to live. If I'm not doing any of those things, my energy is not going to be anywhere near where hers is. Let's say we're both looking for the same location. How about that? Me versus you. Let's talk mm-hmm. about taking action, aligned yeah. action. Yes. So we already know the 10 things that Amanda has already done. If I'm thinking I want what Amanda wants, but I have a plan B, think about us like on a racetrack, Amanda's like so much further along already towards manifesting that because I still have this plan B kind of, well, I don't know. I'm in a self-sabotage a little bit. I'm not going to apply for that thing because I probably won't even get it anyway. So I'm not even going to put myself out there, let alone Mm -hmm. go take a look at the place. And so my chances of getting it are pretty slim to none. So that's it. like, if we look at it as far as like housing, how simplistic that is, not even business and the complexities of business. I love that you share the story because now we can kind of paint a picture what happens when we have a plan B. Hey, listeners, I had to jump into this podcast episode to tell you about something I've been totally obsessed with, which is Everyday Dose. It is a beautiful alternative to coffee. And if you're like me, I would start my day with coffee and little by little, I'd be adding more and more cups, which would then result in a midday crash. 
headaches from withdrawal if I wasn't having coffee, and an increased feeling of anxiety. So if these are things that you two are up against, I would definitely recommend checking out Everyday Dose. So I've just become an affiliate because I love it that much. I'm literally obsessed with it because not only does it have real coffee in it, it has lion's mane, chaga mushrooms, L-theanine, and collagen. So the reason why I have switched from my regular coffee to using everyday dose is because it's helped me to feel like my brain is alert, I'm functioning, but without the crash and the jitters that coffee kind of comes with. It's delicious. It tastes like coffee. So if you're kind of a coffee snob the way that I am, you don't have to lose that love for coffee. It is right there. So one of the things I've noticed is a boost of energy. And we all know to get in your highest alignment, you need that energy. Um, My gut health has been totally improved. I've been actually sleeping better. And it's also a great product because Everyday Dose is GMO-free, it's keto, it's dairy-free, it's gluten-free, and it is USDA organic ingredients. So what I would love to invite you to do is try it for a week, completely free. So go over to my special link as an affiliate. It's emilyarons.com forward slash start dose that will get you started on your one week trial. You just pay for shipping. So you'll get to experience the awesomeness that is everyday dose at no risk. Again, emilyarons.com forward slash start dose. You'll thank me later. There's so many things from what you said, and I love this discussion so much for so many reasons. But I remember I used to be obsessed with Tony Robbins a long time ago, and I used to go, I went to a lot of his conferences and stuff. One thing I remember him saying that stuck with me is he said, if you want to take the island, burn the fucking boats. And meaning take away any chance of being able to go back because then you will take the island, whatever is on the island, whatever is there that's going to scare you, make you fearful. What are you going to do? You either have to take it and you know, face it, or you're going to drown because you don't have boats anymore. Yeah. And to me, I totally resonate with that because to me, a plan B is a complete energy leak. It is another signal that I say, I want this, but I kind of want that. Right. I have always been a really big believer in like faith is about trusting and what you can't see, obviously. But like, like you just said, like coming back to housing, we were traumatized because I don't know if I ever told you this, but before we got our dream house, we had another dream house and we were meant to move in the day after it was like 8 p.m and the landlord called us and we had nowhere else to go it looked like a miracle and he called us and said sorry I just I'm in my gut I don't feel this is right and oh, that's right literally the next morning we we had nowhere to go so we had this like massive disappointment and so everything visually and physically and you know evidence-wise told us you this is you just need to take whatever you're given and we had, and this is part of, I think, success as well as we had the guts, right? And the grit to say, yeah. and to, to your point of like, there's so much more like in business than there is in something as simple as housing. There is still this, we believed we, that we were worthy of that, right? Yeah. We had that same belief of like, we only need one. There's just one dream house, right? And we didn't just come and see it. We came back two days later and we put our hands all over the, the gate and we just said, we didn't force it. We said, if this is for our highest good, let it work out. It is ours. And then we walked around and we got to know the area and we just like really felt into it and like claimed it as ours if it was for us. I truly believe rejection is protection. So I was like, well, the thing that didn't work out, I didn't make it about me. There's something wrong with me. Like I 
I suck. Like I'm obviously rubbish at manifestation. That's why this house didn't work out. It was like, it's protection. And you know what? The guy sold it six months later. So wow, he would have had to move out anyway. Yes. <laughs> and we got redirected to a place which we'd never even been to. And it turns out we've been here three years now and it turns out it's like heaven for us. Right. So I, I bring all of that up because I, I truly believe, like you said, we had a plan B, none of that would have happened. And that is often what I see in online business owners is like, if things aren't working out, there's this, it's very quick to just go yeah. to this other option. And, and like you've said, you're not splitting your energy 50, 50. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're actually putting, you know, 80% of your energy to this. And you, then you don't have literally not just the physical energy, but like the spiritual energy to put towards this thing. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I wanted to do. I love that. And rejection is protection. Everybody write that down. Rejection is protection. And because we sometimes take a hit and it's just like, we make it mean all these other things when it Mm -hmm. really doesn't need to. The thing that has always helped me, especially with housing and every big decision I've ever made is really this or something better. Like it's either this, or this is just opening that door Mm -hmm. to something even better that's coming. So I'm open for this, but if it's going to be better than this, OMG. Yes, I'm so down. So then you can actually be like happy when the plan A that you're focused 100% on doesn't pan out because, you know, there's part of us, especially, you know, if you're a homeowner and you're buying a house, like, you know, even if your offer is accepted on a house, it doesn't mean it's yours until the damn keys in your hand. Like so many things can happen. And so, you know, for people who are homeowners, it's not really that different than when you're a renter. Like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily yours until you know it's absolutely yours. And so that's where you have to really have that faith and, you know, use all these spiritual tools. So I want to kind of switch gears into, let's talk about, you know, the plan B and the lack thereof and what that can do for a business. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, and I wanted to pull the curtain back and I wanted to make this a little bit vulnerable about myself and about the business, because I feel like that's also part why you guys are here and why you stick around because you know, it's no bullshit. It's no fluff. And this is an honest place where you can check in with people who are going to tell you like it is. And it's not just crystals and unicorns around here, although there are a lot of unicorns. And if you don't like them, then you know where the door is. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She really means uh, that. (laughs) I do really mean that. (laughs) It's not even one of those like, sorry, not sorry. I'm not sorry. But truthfully, it's like, you know, I got to a point where for the last year, birthing the integrated energy, let me practitioner training was a labor of love. And I literally had to shut down other, I didn't know why I was shutting down my programs at the end of the previous year. I just knew I needed to. And then I birthed this program. So like I had that faith to know I'm always being guided. I had no idea, not even like an ounce of like, I wonder about this certification idea. It was not on my radar whatsoever. It wasn't until I closed my programs down at the end of November, early December, It wasn't until the end of January where I downloaded the entirety of my program. And then we didn't meet until the March, the March, (laughs) we didn't meet until the March. And then I sold it in June and we started in July. So like basically the entirety of 2022, I shut down huge revenue streams to choose 
a brand new program that was not tested and proven. I was going through those motions right then and taking a huge risk. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, by the end of the year, I was at a place where I was in a contraction year. And I've talked about this on previous podcasts. It was a contraction year. Up until then, all of my years were like expand, expand, 2X, 3X, party time, get down. And that was new for me to feel a contraction and to know I have a team of people who I pay them so that they can support their families. And I didn't want to take anything away from my team. And that meant making sacrifices for myself. And I sacrificed Mm -hmm. myself and other things so that I can make sure that everyone could keep all the lights on. And at this point entering this year, we were at a crossroads where I said, all right, so I need help. Like we need to figure something out fast because we really like things need to change. Mm -hmm. And I have this incredible business. I have this incredible community. I am here for this one purpose to spread this light and to do light activation to millions of people across the planet. And I don't have a plan B. There is nothing else other than this for me. Like this is it. And we had this really kind of serious call. And I remember you saying like, this is my only thing too. I don't have a plan B either. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I remember it bringing me to tears because that was the first time that I really truly felt like seen and held by anybody. And I felt it deeply. Like, even as I say it now, like I'm tapping into like the feelings that I felt and to to feel like that I wasn't alone. And like, cause I had felt like I'm the captain of the ship and every, we're all doing the thing that Emily wants to do. But suddenly like I was the co-pilot mm-hmm. and it wasn't all on me anymore. Mm-hmm. And you basically gave me permission to take care of myself so that mm-hmm. the business could run and mm-hmm. I could take care of myself because I had been working so damn hard. I needed a break. And mm-hmm. you saw that in me. We also had an awesome human design reading by AC Brown, which also facilitated some of these choices. <laughs> but through that, it was like, you gave me permission to do the self-care that I really needed to do, to take a break, to rest, to nurture myself and to get myself really back into a higher state. And I never felt afraid. I never felt worried. I was like, okay, Amanda's got this. And we had this, I don't know how, how, what the time was in like reality, but like, it felt like the next day you woke up and you're like, I had this amazing vision. Was it like, what was the actual timeline? (laughs) Which vision? I feel like I've had so many. Like like when you (laughs) had the vision for, and then then like Gustav had the bread pudding thing. come. That was like sometime in Feb, like mid-Feb. Okay. So, but like from that conversation, maybe it was like a week, maybe from when yeah. we were talking about, like, we got to oh, turn yeah. things around. Yeah. It was like a few days. It was a few days. days. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I want to just kind of open up to the fact that, you know, this was like a dark night of the soul for me, like for the business, for me. And I know that a lot of people have been feeling this climate of put your money where your mouth is, walk your walk, sister, like get out there. You say you're going to do this, go do it. Let's see. We're going to stack all the cards up against you. Let's see if you can still do it. And for me, I was like, well, we better get out the bulldozer because I am only doing this. And, Mm -hmm. but it also took you. 
I couldn't have just kept plowing away at it. it I needed to actually step out so that I could recharge. Yeah. And, and oh. so when Amanda said, you know, she uses her intuition for this feminine and masculine approach, what you did was you went into deep meditation and you started to channel and <laughs> you channeled some really powerful ideas and mm-hmm. essentially what birthed one of our most successful for, for since, I mean, in the recent past, one of the most successful workshops we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And even when you're like, here's what it's going to be. And like for a week, I was like, wait, what am I teaching again? <laughs> and it um, evolved. And then all yeah. of a sudden I was like, here's what I'm going to teach. Wait, the opt-in is going to look like this. And here's yeah. what the thing is. And we changed it, but it, it had this resurgence of energy. Mm-hmm. And now we're at this place where we had some huge wins and we've seen sort of like the light has parted, but I would love to kind of bring our listeners back into a little bit of like the spiritual practices that we also did to get to that place, because it wasn't just Emily's going to like leave the company and Amanda's going to run things. Like, do you want to share a little bit of like the spiritual stuff that we did and what you did that really helped Mm. us to align for that level of success? Yeah, I'd love to. Before I go there, I want to say that you explained it really well, but I think even then sometimes people go, it couldn't have been that bad. It was bad, people. (laughs) It wasn't, it was bad. It was really a really challenging time. But the things that I saw you do that are part of what I believe successful people do is you always bet on yourself. Mm. You always bet on yourself. And you've always said that. Mm. And I think a lot of people don't. You have that belief, right? That like, it's going to work out. And I think that that's both the belief in yourself and in spirit. And it's why a lot of people need your work is that they've got like a lot of subconscious programming and like energetic ties and wounds that prevent them from having that belief. So that's the first thing. But then the second thing is even the days where you were like, I I literally can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. The next morning you're like messaging me, I've got an idea. (laughs) She's back. Like you let yourself feel it, but you didn't stay there. Right. And I think it's okay to feel. We're not telling people like you always have to be high vibe. And it's like, it's important to not spiritually bypass, but it's also important to remember your mission. And you've always had a very clear reason for why you do what you do. Mm. Um, And so I think it's really important to say that. But yeah, in terms of the spiritual tools, they all came out. Like, We, you know, we both spent time in meditation separately and together. We both channeled together um, and just, you know, almost all our meetings, we have some form of whether it's like just centering or whether it's pulling cards, we pull cards a lot. You've got the pendulum out before, you know, we've asked for guidance. We even brought my husband in once in (laughs) in a three-way session, which was awesome. And so we did so much like on the spiritual side, but also I would say, I mean, I see the physical as also spiritual, like this sounds crazy, but like you needed to go and play. Yeah. You needed to go and have fun and understand the feeling of like when everything in you is saying, I don't have time for that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to make money. We got to do the thing. And it's like, but you're being called to do this because in the rest is the growth, right? Mm -hmm. In the rest is the healing. And that's what you needed. And so I know that it, it, some people might be listening to this thinking, well, it's okay for you. You had someone to run your business. No, it wasn't like, it was really hard for you to like, not because you didn't trust me, but there was, there's so many things wrapped up in it. And it was hard to be like, I'm going to go and just like 
knit or like (laughs) walk or go play with my dog or just be right and so that was a huge part of like you had to physically and energetically recharge and in all of this you were still running a business I think sometimes people think like when they're in that place and I think that's the difference between a hobby kind of uh, you know coach or healer and like someone that sees it as a business is you don't just shut up shop and be like I need healing I'm down like you were having the healing on the side. Right. And I know you're working with practitioners as well, but you were also showing up and doing the coaching calls and running the certification and showing up for your membership. It wasn't like you were like, I'm out, see ya. Right. Um, and so I think that the, all of those things are really important, right? It's like having that vision, having that belief, having that grit and, mm-hmm. and using your spiritual tools, using the, I always say like, we teach what we most need to learn right? I've worked with so many people who are not in alignment with their own message. And I can say like, I've said this to you privately many times, like that is not you. You are like 100% integrity and alignment to what you preach is how you live. And I truly don't believe you would have come out of this if you didn't use the very tools that you teach. Yeah, I agree. And I appreciate you saying that. And that is true. It wasn't that I was like, just signed out. I was allowing myself a new identity. Yeah. My my identity last year was really working hard to birth something and to deliver it and to nurture it and to feed it like a like I was birthing a baby and it literally mm-hmm. took us 9 months mm-hmm. of gestation to birth it was crazy right when we look back like oh my gosh and then I was probably in like postpartum you know mm-hmm. of like it's out and now I need to do what am I doing and uh, but mm-hmm. also I was seeking out ways to heal and the things that I had been doing, um, and you mentioned practitioner. So I, I still got regular energy work, massage therapy. I started to see a hypnotherapist. That was something that was brand new to me. And I felt that the reason why I chose hypnosis was because I had inner child wounds that had been resurfacing throughout like recent past. And Mm -hmm. so I just asked a friend for referral, got the referral, made the appointment, loved it, started seeing this person. So her name is Kristen Dwan, and I'll probably have her on the podcast at some point. But what I got back last week was a progress report from just five weeks prior. I had shared before hypnosis that I was feeling heavy. I wasn't feeling in the flow. I wasn't feeling very inspired and excited. I wasn't feeling light. I was feeling anxious and stressed out and worried financially. Mm -hmm. And so she had me grade myself on a scale from like one to 10 of how I was feeling those things. And like 10 more, I mean, 20 more, I don't even know. And five weeks later, now this is me, I'm integrating, I'm doing all of my meditations every day. I'm going outside in nature. I'm eating healthy foods. I'm taking supplements. I'm drinking water. I'm like, I'm doing cold plunging. I started to do cold plunging and the cold immersion and the hypnosis, I think have completely started to transform me plus the time away to play. And Mm. when I was using the hypnosis like twice a day, if not more to five weeks in the future, when I, we we went back and she said, I just kind of feel, want to look back at what those numbers were. How are you feeling with these, this, and this? And I was on like, uh, you know, how do you feel with anxiety? I was like an eight out of 10. And then she says, why do you feel? And I said, oh, I'm like a two. She's like, what? How about in the flow? And I said, oh, I feel like I'm like a nine. And she's like, you were a two. Okay. Wow. Like these are not just like small incremental shifts. These are enormous leaps. 
Mm-hmm. And so what I want to share back to like our initial point and your point around having faith and having guts and grit is like, I was down, but I wasn't out and I was going to work on myself and play and work through the rejection and work through all the things that I felt like were stacked up against me because my vision and my faith was stronger than anything. Yes. And, you know, as much as I could make excuses about like, well, it's the environment and people and money and there's session and that's not true because there's people out there who are absolutely crushing it. And so I'm not a type of person who makes excuses. Like I can say, well, this is the climate and this is what we have to be innovative and use Uh our intuition. Our intuition helps us to navigate. And so when we use all these spiritual tools, we can collaborate intuitively. And, you know, Amanda and I have this amazing synergy that when we sit together in meditation and we channel, it's like, I'm getting something, she's getting something. And we kind of build this like thing that we don't know that we're building. And all of a sudden it's built. We're like, look what we made. Uh And, and so I want to just share that as like, this is the nice podcast episode that I want to share of like, it can be this darker place and you can come through it when you have this vision, you have this grit and there is no more plan B and you take Mm -hmm. the help when it's handed out to you. And this is also about betting on myself. Mm -hmm. I bet on myself, but I also felt like in those dark times, I was fully here to be of service to other people. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't make it about me and my own personal struggles, but I had to work on my own stuff too. Mm -hmm. So this is, I think it's kind of a darker, I don't know, heavier episode to see like this side of the business. But I also think it's really important for you to know it just is. And so, you know, I remember when I was first getting started, I had a hard time when you're first getting started, when you're trying to get those first 10 customers, those first 50 customers, those first hundred followers and email subscribers, like that's the steep side of the learning curve. And for those folks who are at that place and you feel like giving up, I want you to hear my story because Mm -hmm. it doesn't just get better once you've made a million dollars in your business and everything is just so much easier once you have 9,000 and 15,000 followers and how many, I don't know, 600,000 downloads. Like it doesn't get easier. The place where you're at now getting those first 10, those first 100, it's the same grit and determination from that exact ladder point to the next huge ladder point, the bigger rungs. It's that same, you're building that foundation. And when you can start to have blind faith and say, like what you said, burn the boats, you're able to focus your energy on just the one thing. And Uh so, you know, I think that's what helped me attract you into my business you know, that I was like, I know I'm here to serve this high level and that's that. So the universe is like, here's this amazing human that (laughs) is going to help with all that. Hey listeners, I wanted to hop into this week's podcast to share something that I've been using for about a year now. And I've just been so in love with it, which is F-L-F-E, Focus Life Force Energy. And what it is, is a service that provides a higher level of consciousness directly to a mobile device or to a property. I personally love it on my phone because I can do a boost before I go live. I can 
use it when I'm going to have a tough conversation just to get a higher level of consciousness, as well as EMF mitigation. So it's kind of like taking a bubble of positivity with you. And it's super supportive, not just for your energy, but also for your health, for abundance, as well as relationships. So as a podcast listener, I want to get you to try FLE completely free. Now, this is an amazing opportunity to get a 15-day free trial. You don't have to enter a credit card. That's right. You can try it for free without entering any information. So head on over to emilyarons.com forward slash FLFE. That's Focus Life Force Energy. You can learn all about FLFE and the multiple benefits that it provides. This service is so incredible. I've actually recommended to all of my practitioners to help them to raise their level of consciousness so that the work that they're doing out there in the world is amplified. I know you're here for a reason. I know you're here to help more people and to make a positive impact in the world. FLFE is absolutely a great way to do that. Again, emilyarons.com forward slash FLFE to start your 15-day free trial today. At some point, I remember what I was listening to or looking back, but I was like, oh my gosh, I've been praying for you since whatever time it was. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are the person I was praying for all that time. And it's like, we're so focused on the future, what's going forward in front of us that we don't often take time to look back and to see truly like the magic that we have manifested and like the miracles that are already in front of us. And that, you know, we know that line of like the thing that you have today is what you prayed for, you know, years ago. Mm -hmm. And is there something that you feel like you can say that about right now of like the practitioner, you, the coach, you, the person who is just like figuring it out, the person who lost their housing, like what you have today, is there something that you can say of like, besides the house as well, of course, but Mm -hmm. That something that you have today that you can say that, you know, for sure you were praying for years ago and you are like living your wildest dreams right now. Oh, so many things. I mean, you know this, but like the day that you messaged me and said, we need to take this to the next level. That morning I declared out loud for the first time, like, I want to work with more people like Emily. Like I literally said those words. I I want more clients like Emily. And then that day you were like, hey, we need to talk. Like it was like, what? what, what?" (laughs) And I know that it was my willingness and audacity to say what I wanted um, that brought that through. I often feel like spirit is literally like, I have all these things for you. You just need to give me the signal that you're ready, right? Yes. Yes. it's It's like, it's there. Like when you have that belief system, and I've had to work a lot on that, a lot on that, like that I am safe, I am protected, I'm everything is for me in this world. Like you attract those things to you, right? But like you have to have that belief first. So, like, I really see like spirit just like, I want to give it to you. I want you to just say, <laughs> right? So, there's that. Absolutely. My husband, he's my best friend. We've been married 13 years. I met him when I was 16. We didn't get together for seven years. And I always said, I will never marry that guy. <laughs> But I was literally praying for my future partner and I didn't know it was him. But again, I think what's so important, I've learned, I used to be so specific and now I've learned to be specific and open. Like, yes. you, like th- that's my version of this or something better, right? Like, yeah, I'm like, there is so much out there for me and I can only see what I know. Like there's only like, I can only ask for what I can imagine, but what if there's more, right? Yes. So I asked for 
what I could imagine in a, in a husband. And then he walks through the door seven years later and it's like, oh yeah, it's him. Yeah. Always been him. I just, I couldn't see it before. So yeah, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but those are two. Right. (laughs) That's, that's, that's how I felt about my husband. Actually, I joke about that because I had a previous boyfriend before him that was like very aloof and kind of here or there. And I would make a list between boyfriends of like the attributes that I really Mm -hmm. found, like what are really like my core values, what I'm really looking for here. And I always joke that Andrew, my husband hit all of them, except for being like over six feet tall, like that. He just didn't meet the requirement. (laughs) Yeah, you got that. (laughs) Exactly. He didn't meet the height requirement, but are we really going to? Right. Exactly. I'm only five foot two anyway, so it's fine. But I think it's really important that we are able to acknowledge where we're at, you know, and like you mentioned, like not to be spiritually bypassing the hard and the difficult and the the depth of where we need to go. I think from that place, we're planting the new seeds. We're Mm -hmm. in that depth. We're in that darkness. We're in that hibernation period, but it's only a period. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing that, you know, nature has always repeatedly taught me is this is a cycle and this is not a permanent thing. And if we can write out the season, there's going to be another season after this, that it's going to get better. It's going to get brighter. And so for anybody listening to this and you're in one of those darker nights of the soul in one of those heavier seasons, I want this very vulnerable share. (laughs) Hopefully I don't regret this. Um, I haven't regretted really any of these podcast episodes, but But I mean, this is really sharing like my own struggles and I, Mm -hmm. and I hope that you can hear where I'm at and, you know, Amanda and I have partnered up in this way to say like, this faith is the driver. This vision is the driver, but it can't be that alone. And so even on your darkest days, it's important to focus on that faith and do the deeper work so Mm -hmm. you can keep delivering that Mm -hmm. message that only you can do. Mm -hmm. And it is not doing the world any service when you create a plan B and you oscillate between this or that. It's like just be with your joy, with your passion, with your purpose, with be with that vision yeah. and keep praying to create whatever that is for you. And it doesn't matter if you're on your own or you have a team of people, because if you have a team of people, I, I would almost say it's a little bit harder because they have to be on board with your vision. And that's the other thing I want. I mean, my other team members, Rio and Shauna aren't here on the call right now, but they are a hundred percent in alignment with our vision. Yes. And every single Monday I set an intention and I send an audio note to everybody to set an intention for us as a team collectively and individuals that we can serve at our highest level to Mm -hmm. raise a level of consciousness and bring harm to none. And Mm -hmm. they believe in the vision. They see the vision. They are cheering on the vision. And so you know, I couldn't do my work by myself. It would not happen. I wouldn't make nearly the uh, half the impact that I'm making today, even a fraction. So it is the collective energy of my team. But if you are a solo entrepreneur, trust yourself, trust yourself yes. in the process. Would there be any closing words that you would have for folks if they're on their own or, or even if they are on the team to help them to stay in their vision, even if they're having that sort of darker time and yeah, I mean, I think what I would say is is kind of coming back to your 
dark night of the soul and we've all had them right where one of the things that you did was you always took responsibility and you always said it wasn't like a blame thing but you would say what am I doing or not doing that's Mm. not attracting the right people or not getting the results that we want right like yes acknowledge what's going on but you always bring it back to yourself and so I would say that as hard as it is like look inside like if you've done all the things and this is actually coming back to my coaching business there were times where it was hugely successful but a lot of the times it was not and it was because I was doing all the external stuff and it's important like I know how to basically do everything in an online business however I never looked at myself I never dealt with my blocks I never dealt with my core wounds past life ancestral stuff like I I didn't know how to and that's why I love the work you do because you have this beautiful marriage of both right? Like mm. the, the program we just released, the Accelerated Path is, is soul and strategy. And I think that's so important. And so what I would say is like, don't just focus on the strategy, make sure you're going in and you're asking for guidance, like ask for guidance, ask it, what is it that I need? And then take action. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I, I believe success is inevitable for everyone. And so if you've been given a calling and you feel like I'm meant to be doing this work in the world, then do this work in the world. But sometimes you have to actually like deal with what's going on to be able to, if it's fear of being seen, if it's whatever it is, like deal with that so that you can serve the people you're here to serve. So smart. I love that. It's all about action. I mean, even when I think about like taking less of a a front seat in the business, I'm taking action every day of doing the damn thing to make the changes Mm -hmm. and taking responsibility. That's so smart. I think we could we could definitely keep sharing more and I would love you know I know we we, we will be doing more live calls more Q&As more coaching calls so if you guys you know resonate with this episode and you want to connect with me and Amanda outside of this episode you can definitely find us on Instagram obviously on my website. I will be doing some specials on my shop page because it is our four year, you know, anniversary. So we'll have that all listed on the podcast episode itself that you can get all kinds of meditations and classes and workshops so that you can take this work a little bit deeper. And of course, the the next thing we have coming up, really, we're going to be planning. So like, you're going to hear this first. We are going to be rolling out Intuition Week again. We have not done Intuition Week for so long. We are so, so excited to bring Intuition Week back. It's going to be back and better than ever, baby, with some really great new fresh stuff. So if you've done it before, this is a whole new time to do it again. Plus the season, it's a great time to just really open up your intuition, especially for your business. Again, coaches, healers, and leaders. And then in June, we'll be reopening the doors to the integrated energy alignment practitioner training again. So if that is something that you're excited about, it is the first and only energy-based training with a profit guarantee, friends. So this episode is kind of like scratching the surface of how deep that work goes. You're going to learn the energy work like I do, and then you're going to learn the business work like I do and how to really marry the two of them. So both of those things are coming up. We'll have everything on the show notes as well as on the podcast website. Thank you, Amanda, for being my special guest today. This was such a big conversation. So thank you for your your wisdom and your insights. You dropped some bombs on here. So thank you for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me.
All right, listeners, make sure you take a screenshot, tag me in your Instagram stories. Let me know what your biggest aha was. Did this episode give you peace of mind knowing you're not the only one struggling and that you know you can have faith and move on to the next place and just take some line action? Let me know what what came up for you. And as always, your reviews mean so much to me. So always leave a nice review over on your favorite listening platform after you've listened to this episode and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again. Lots of love to you all.